Praise the Lord. Choir, once again, thank you so, so, so much for bringing us before the throne of God. Indeed, everything that we have comes from God. Whether we do well in our businesses, whether we do well in our marriages, whatever happens to us, we attribute it to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Oguama ofata ayiyi. Amen. Shall we bow down our heads for prayer? Father, we are grateful to you for reminding us again that indeed every good gift and every perfect gift comes from you. So, Lord, we are gathered here, and we do affirm that indeed we will not give our thanks and our praise to stones, to wood, to our own intellect, to how smart we are, or whatever. But we bring it back to your throne of grace, and we say that it is just by your grace, a wadum, a wadum, a wadum. Oh, receive your glory, receive your honor, and receive your praise this morning. Lord, we bring our hearts before you, and we say, speak to us, speak, that we may hear you, to the glory and praise of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. So, peace and many blessings. And Zofeni, thank you so much for the opportunity uh, for me to minister and to share the word of God this morning. Um, the Lord has given us a short, a short uh, message this, this morning. And he simply says, let not your heart be troubled. Let not your heart be troubled. This is the, the simple message that the Lord gave uh, me for the house this morning. And I was saying that, I mean, when I was asked to preach, the message that I initially had was something different. But yesterday, as I waited on the Lord, then he led me to this. So I had to change you know, the, the message, but um, it says, let not your heart be troubled. Hallelujah. So, we take our passage from John chapter 14, and I'll read the first six verses. John, the Gospel of John chapter 14, and I'll read the first six verses, and I'll take it from the New King James Version says, let not your hearts be troubled. You believe in God. Believe also in me. In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself. Hallelujah. That where I am, there you may be also. And where I go, you know, and the way, you know. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going, and how can we know the way? Jesus said to him, 
I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Hallelujah. So, these uh, very assuring words of Jesus, let not your heart be troubled. Um, In John 14, were spoken by Jesus to his disciples. Uh, If you read chapter 13, in chapter 13, Jesus had washed the feet of his disciples and had told them that, you know, he was going to depart this earth. And um, he had gone on to tell them that, sadly, one of them, one of his disciples, was going to betray him, you know, to, to the authorities. And uh, the disciples had been quite concerned and, and worried about this. And they had been looking at each other's face. Hey, who, who can this be? Who, who can this be? And, and, and all that. And Peter had asked John, the closest, can you find out from him? Which of us is going to do such a terrible thing? Hey, this man, our Lord, our Savior, that they had all come to follow, and some were even uh, jostling and negotiating. When you come into your kingdom, we want to sit on your left, we want to be a prime minister and minister of finance and all that. Now the man says he's, he's going. What were they going to do? You know, as Peter said, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. Now this man says he's going. So they were worried. They were worried. They were worried about a lot of things. What was going to happen to them. Some of them had left their professions. And they, they, they had been following Jesus. And Jesus, seeing the confusion, the bewilderment, the, the fact that they had lost their composure and their peace, spoke these words of assurance to them and said, let not your heart be troubled. Let not your heart be troubled. This morning, I believe that each and every one of us, or most of us, you know, we have our own musings. The things which are worrying us. The things which make us lose our composure. And I said, you know, they have just released a school placement. Maybe there is somebody here whose son, daughter, didn't get the first or second choice and doesn't know what he's going to do. And yet, we we all believe that when our children get to the good schools, then it's like, you know, we are preparing them for the future. Now, the person didn't get the school. How do they say? Or something. What shall I do? I mean, how do the girls say, say it? How am I going to make the same? They are confused. And then there could be that somebody, there is something, some sickness that, you know, you have struggled with. You, you can't even tell other people. And, you know, this thing, you have prayed, you have prayed, you have seen uh, 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 all sorts of uh, doctors, specialists, And the thing seems to defy all the, you know, interventions, medical interventions. You are worried. You are concerned. Maybe you have plateaued at your workplace 
And there's some promotion that you have been waiting for is not coming. And the thing is worrying you. Maybe, you know, you have even been given a letter. Or you know that your workplace, there is some restructuring going on. And you are concerned, hey, if I should lose my work, what is going to happen? Maybe your dear husband has passed. Your breadwinner is gone. And you don't know what to do. Maybe in these economic times, you know, you just you look left and right and you just can't balance. Maybe this domestic debt exchange program. You know, your hard-earned pension or investment that you put there. In, in, in my language, we call it, this one is Hey, this is my Hakamelas. This is the thing that you know that uh, you are going by. Now, government comes in and says that domestic debt exchange, haircut, we are giving you 10%. We are going to pay it over 15 years and all that. Many saying, you are concerned. You are concerned. The Lord says to you, let not your heart be troubled. Let not your heart be troubled. God is in control. God is in control. So what does Jesus offer us when he comes saying, let not your heart be troubled? So following immediately, he says, you believe in God, believe also in me. So rather than look at all these things, the husband who had become your, your pillow and your provider, your workplace, which had become your source of sustenance, your business, your investment. Now all of a sudden these things have become sinking sand, shaky ground. But Jesus says to you, believe in God. Believe also in me. So rather than look at all these things that are perishable, rather than look at all these things that seem to be, you know, now there is catastrophe all over, confusion all over. He says, believe in God. Believe also in me. So rather than look at the situation around you, look up. Look up. Believe in God. Believe also in me. God is calling on us to lose focus on earthly things and to place our faith and our trust in Him. You know, God is the creator of all things. He is God, our creator, the Lord God Almighty. The one who said, let there be, and there was. He's Jehovah Jireh, our provider. He's Jehovah, our banner. I love that piece of scripture. He says, he brought me to his banqueting table, and his banner over me is love. I love it. I don't know what you think about it. He's Jehovah Nisi. He's Jehovah Rapha. God, our healer. That which defies all common sense. That which 
all the doctors have no answer to. God, God is able to do. So Jesus says, believe in God. Believe also in me. Jesus is the son of God. And the Bible tells us that the fullness of the Godhead dwells bodily in him. And we are complete. So Jesus says, believe in God, believe also in me. And who is Jesus? He's the son of God. He's the mediator between God and man. He's the one who left his throne on, on, on high to come and reconcile us back to God. So when Jesus says, believe in me, he says, I am the bridge between you and my father. So the prayers that we have been offering, that seem not to be answered. Says, I am the bridge. I am the means by which your prayers get carried from yourself to the father. Not only that, I am also the same bridge by which the blessings that you expect from the Father also comes to you. So believe in God, the creator. Believe in me, the means by which you can tap into the unsearchable riches of God. Hallelujah. And when we turn our eyes from ourselves and from the things around us and we focus on God, then the words that he speaks to us, let not your heart be troubled because our Father is able to supply every need of ours in glory. Hallelujah. I mean, these are words of comfort. They are words of assurance, you know. So, he says, do not let your heart be troubled. When we talk of the man is troubled, he's troubled, it means that he's lost his composure. He's lost his peace. He says, don't be troubled. Don't lose your composure. Don't lose your peace. Don't lose sleep. Look to God. Look to God. Your heart. Hey. Hmm. This domestic debt exchange and, I mean, people losing their jobs and all that. There are people who have, I mean, contracted all sorts of illness oh, because he has put his, I mean, his whole life, everything is tied to his, his pension, his, his investment, his children, his husband or her husband or whatever. And when something touches that, then you see how you are wobbling. Do not let your heart be troubled. Jesus says, guard your heart with all diligence. For out of it, issues, I mean flows, the issues of life. So protect your heart. Protect it in Jesus. And he's not just talking to anybody. He's talking to you and I. The people who call ourselves Christians. Why? Because we have made a commitment to Jesus. Our life is hid with God in Christ. Hallelujah. So it is, they can only come to us when they get Jesus. But this Jesus, no one. He's, he stands over and above everything. 
do not let your hearts be troubled. Hallelujah. So Jesus is speaking to us these words of comfort. That we should not look to the elementary things, these transient things, but we should place our faith in him. But Jesus does even more than just say, believe in God and believe in me. He takes us to the, a higher level. He says, in my father's house are many mansions. And I go to prepare a place for you. And after I have prepared a place for you, I will come again and take you so that where I am, there you will be also. You know, reflect on the words there. These words gladden my heart beyond measure. They gladden my heart. You know, Paul says that if it were in this world only that we have faith, then we are of all men most miserable. But you see, when it comes to matters of faith, we should adopt the dead goat syndrome. Me, I'm a dead goat. Whatever you do to me, it doesn't matter. Because I am heaven bound. I am heaven bound. So you can take all my possessions. You can kill, you can do whatever it is. But I know that, as the, 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 the song says, Oman popi wohomayeng. Oman popi wohomayeng. There is a certain kingdom for you and I. And that is where we are going. So Jesus says that I go to prepare a place for you. He says, in my father's house, there are many mansions. You know, those of us who live in Accra, we know that when we talk of mansions, it's Trasaku. Eh? That's where we have the big houses. Somebody would go to East Ligon. That's where you have the big houses. And I remember a few years ago, at times I would drive around this and say, hey, people have money. Look at the sort of houses that they have put up. But our father, Jesus said, in my father's house are many mansions. But the mansions that Jesus is talking about are not mansions that are built with human hands. They are mansions that are built by God himself. Not with material things that decay. You and I have heard about what happened in uh, Turkey and Syria. Less than one minute uh, earthquake. Less than a minute. And I mean, a whole area is just crumbled. And our dear brother Christian Achu has lost his life. 37,000 people have died. Small encomiums. Uh, 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 37 people die. So, what is a Trasaco house that you and I, or what is a V8, or what is uh, America, or what is, what is it that, you know, make people feel so good about? In my father's house are many mansions. And as I said, these houses are houses that are not built with human hands. And the streets are made of gold. Streets of gold. That is where you and I are going to walk. So, 
streets of gold. Our ladies, when they have their gold, you see the way they'll push, they'll, they'll polish it, and then they are trinkets. Where they even keep the, hey, they are not. But that is what you and I, we are going to be walking on. Streets of gold. So Jesus says to you and I, in my father's house are many mansions. Uh, uh, Medrach, Shadrach, and Abednego, they said to the king, said, we are not careful to answer you, O king. Our God is able to save us. But even if he does not, <laughs> you know, that is where, that's why I say you and I, we should have that dead goat syndrome. It's not as if we have a father who doesn't care about us. No. Our father is Jehovah Jireh, our provider. He will provide every need of ours. The Bible says that his divine nature has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Our father is very much interested in our well-being. So he says, I know the thoughts that I think towards you. Thoughts for good and not for evil. To give you a future and a hope. You and I should be able to look people in the face and say, Come what may, our father is with us. And therefore, we shall not let our hearts be troubled. This morning, the Lord says, I should say to you, do not let your heart be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. You know, we have a lot of counterfeits in our world. Counterfeit. We have counterfeit pastors. There are people who come and they'll, they'll wear big collars and carry big Bibles. But they are counterfeiting the true message of God. There are people who prefer and, and offer you all forms of peace, all forms of solace, but they are counterfeit. And then there are people who just have wrong notions. So this story is told of a, a young man who came from, I mean, from the village and by God's grace, you know, finished university and got a nice job. So he invited his brothers from the village and they came to him. So he took them out to a restaurant and then ordered some jollof and chicken and some minerals and all that and they were enjoying. So as they were enjoying, he was looking at their face and said, Uh, to him, that is life. When you're chicken, when you're jollof, when you're Coca-Cola, but you and I know that there is more to life than that. For you and I, chicken and Coca-Cola and uh, Trasaco should mean nothing to us. Because our confidence is in Christ. Our confidence is in Christ. We can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens us. Therefore, we can say that our hearts shall not be troubled. Jesus says, do not let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. Jesus is calling on us not to settle on things down here. Our Father is able to provide every need of ours. But over and above that, we look forward to our home on high. 
The home that is built, not with hands. I like it. When Jesus said, and so, you know, these mansions, excellent, exquisite mansions that are being prepared for us. He's still working on it, eh? He's still working on it. General, he's still working on it. Can you imagine? It has taken him thousands of, but he's still working on it. So what sort of apartment do you think this is going to be? But he doesn't even leave us like that. He said, when it is done, I will come and take you so that where I am, there you will be. Jesus doesn't want us, you and I, to, to, to get confused. And I was saying to the first service this morning that when I first went to America, I went to McDonald's to get some food. And, uh, you know, there was a queue. So I joined the queue. But you know that we order our food in Ghana. You go to the watch seller and, you know, you want talia, you want uh, fish, you want so. So I joined the queue and I got to the front. And then the lady at the counter asked me, what do you want? And I was looking at her and said, oh, what do you have? Do you, said, you don't know what you want? What do you want? And then I was, I was confused. I said, Next! So there I was. I didn't know how to order the food. I didn't know that you have to look on the, on the uh, 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 screen there and say, I want A, B, or C. I was in America, oh, and I was hungry because I didn't know how to order food. But this King of Kings and Lord of Lords, he says, when the time is up, I will come and take you so that where I am, you. So he does not leave us to get there and be confused. Like I went to America, the land of milk and honey, and I couldn't even order food. Can you imagine? Ah, God, Jesus is coming to invite us, and we shall be welcomed guests, his own invited guests. He is coming to take us to our mansion on high. My dear brothers and sisters, I don't know what you look out for. But for me, at this time, it is time for us to stare at our faith in the Lord. No matter what, as the, the hymn says, the storms may roar without us, our heart may look delayed, but God is round about us. How can we be dismayed? I recommend to you Jesus. I recommend to you God the Almighty. And so long as we commit to Him, says, be not dismayed. Let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. Maybe this morning you have not made a commitment to Jesus. And therefore this message of mine that says that let not your heart be troubled you don't even know how to connect, how to plug in. But it is not difficult. He says, Behold, I stand at your door and knock. If anyone hears me and opens the door, I'll come in and sup with him and he with me. He says, To all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave them the power to become children of God. Believe in God. Believe also in me. 
Do you believe in Jesus? Do you believe that He is the Son of God? Do you believe that He is able to give you eternal life? Do you believe that He is able to provide you the anchor that you need? So that you can look at whatever situation confronts you and say that because Jesus is in my boat, I'll smile at the storm. If that is what you would want to do, this morning, I'm making you that offer. Would you want to cross the line? Would you want to come to Jesus so that you will also experience such peace, indescribable peace, so that your heart will be flooded? But it may also well be that indeed you have called Jesus into your boat. But like Peter, the storms are too rough. You have tried to walk, but you take your eyes off Jesus and you see the storms. And you realize that I'm sinking. He's still there. If you reach out to him, he will come in. He will give you that anchor. He will give you that peace. He says, let not your hearts be troubled. What is it that the world is chasing you with? What is it that the enemy is buffeting you left and right? James says, count it all joy when you meet various trials. For the testing of your faith produces what? Steadfastness. Oh, my prayer is that this morning, each and every one of us will be anchored to Jesus. That we can say that come what may, so long as we have placed our hands in the hands of Jesus, we shall make it. Should we even not overcome the issues here? Oh, we know that Jesus will come to receive us. The angels will come to receive us to our mansions on high. Those are not tents. Those are not earthly structures. And there we will be with Jesus. We will see our Lord face to face. He will give us explanations to all our issues. And oh, how our hearts will sing in joy. Shall we bow down our heads? Lord, we have heard your voice. Lord, your words have come to us. You call on us to fear not. Said, do not let your heart be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. Father, your people come before you. We surrender to you. We say, take the wheel, Father. Take the wheel, Father. Be in charge. Be in charge. Lead us, Heavenly Father. All the world's tempestuous sea. Guard and guide us. Keep us and feed us. For we have no help but thee. Yet possessing every blessing 
if our God, our Father be. My brother, my sister, if you would want to make a commitment to Jesus, if you want to make him your Lord and personal Savior, with our heads bowed, you may want to say this simple prayer after me. Dear Lord Jesus, thank you that you are the bridge between my father and myself. Thank you that you left your throne on high so that by your death and resurrection I can be reconciled to my father. I confess that I am a sinner. I confess that I have been trying on my own to make it. Lord, I invite you into my life. Lord, take over and give me your peace which passes all understanding. Wash me completely from every gift, from every guilt and fill me with your spirit so that in my life hereafter I will know your peace indescribable to the glory and praise of your name. Father, I pray for my brethren you know where each and every one of us stands this morning. You know the challenges that we are going through. You know the things that, Father, shake our confidence. This morning, your word has come to us. said, let not your heart be troubled. So I pray, the Lord, your peace which passes all understanding, will guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. For that which is weak in faith, I ask the Lord you strengthen him. I pray the Lord your word will come alive to each and every one of us. The Lord, strengthened by your word, we will walk with you, having placed our hands in your hands. Come Lord Jesus, and let our lives hereafter be transformed, be empowered, to the glory and praise of your name. In Jesus' name have we prayed. Amen.